Let's go suck some toes. Hi, Corey. How are you, Tim? Are we recording already? Yes. So, anything interesting happened yesterday? Um, no, just an average Sunday. Yeah, that's kind of the way it felt here. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, Tom Brady won. What else is new? Oh, yeah, that too. I completely actually forgot about that. Yeah. How was the game for you? Um... I mean, it was a it was a really good game. I mean, it really. Uh, it was a good Jaguars, drive. You mean? The, well, uh, no, the Jaguars really. Oh yeah. Really had me thinking that they were going to pull that game out. You know, I mean, honestly, when it got down to the final quarter and Tom Brady has the ball, you know, you got to expect he's going to score. Um, I had actually predicted the score to be twenty-seven to twenty-four. So when uh, when uh, New England scored that final touchdown, I thought, okay. Let's see some Blake Bortles magic. Let's see him drive down the field and score the game-winning touchdown, and my score prediction will be dead on. And Blake Bortles magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, other than that, uneventful weekend. Yeah, no no feelings of any kind outside of that. Uh, no, I'm completely numb. You know, I'm sure you've heard, it's probably great weather where you are, but we're getting dumped on right now. Yeah, I've heard. I, I haven't heard the totals. I'd guess it's over a foot, though. Okay. I would like for, like, this is a dream scenario. Let's start loading up those big snow plows with lots and lots of snow, drive them to Case Keenum's driveway, and dump them on his driveway. Oh, no, we don't want to do that. Case Keenum is still a great guy. Because of last week, everybody shoveled his driveway and all that? Yeah, I get, I get you, but I don't, I don't blame Case Keenum for that loss yesterday one bit. Well, nobody else showed up either, but interceptions don't help, especially yeah, a pick that pick six. That pick six that he threw, they hit his arm as he threw. That's not on him. The fumble's not on him. You know what's he supposed to do? He's back to throw and he gets hit. Stop bringing that. logic into it. I, I put it on the O-line. I put it on the defense. Harrison Smith played the worst game of his career. Uh, Anthony Barr wasn't much better. Um well, like I said last week, though, I I, I want to prove a deal with Case because it, he looked so trigger-happy. Some of those throws were just awful, awful yeah, throws. Yeah, the shine is definitely off of him. Um, but, you know, ever since uh, Nick Easton got hurt, that offensive line has not been the same. You know, he's not getting the time. He's not getting the protection he was getting. And one, you know, they shuffled that offensive line around after that injury and, and it just hasn't been the same. It didn't look good last week. It didn't look good this week. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I, a month ago I was, I said, let's, you know, I was thinking let's sign Keenum to a, you know, a three-year deal or four-year deal and I would have been fine with it. But now I think you're right. You know, do you stick the franchise tag on him or do you convince him, you know, Hey, We'll throw in we'll we'll throw in some guys shoveling your driveway and we'll give you a one year prove it deal. You know, I think we're going to end up having to franchise tag him. I don't think he's interested in playing here anymore. I think he is. Okay. Well, maybe not with Shermer leaving, but I think he's I think he's really you know uh, taking a hold to the to the Minnesota life. I think he likes the Zimmer. I think you know, but I. I I don't know. I was kind of at a loss for words last night. I didn't even know what I was gonna. I was gonna see if you wanted to do a quick call in after the 
after the game last night, but I just didn't really have much to say. Yeah, um, I, was, I thought about that too, and then I opened another beer and thought, yeah, there's tomorrow. It was a downright... So I went to this bar in Albuquerque. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I was going to transition like into that. Ten, ten minutes from, from the hotel here. Uh, Ubered over there because I thought I'm going to be celebrating. Uh, ended <laughs> up only having, having two beers because I was just like... I didn't eat because I was like, I don't know, just disgusted. Um, you know what? I don't want to be. I, I got called a know-it-all cynic on Facebook last night, and I don't want to be coming across. And I was told that that bit is old, even on the podcast. So wasn't um, that by someone who hasn't listened to our podcast though? They claim they haven't listened, but I, I mean, <laughs> I still. Um, and I, I mean, and I get it. I mean, I was. But the, the, if people know me at all, they know that, you know, when it comes to the Twins, I'm the most positive person ever, you know. I mean, 100 lost season, and I'm, oh, no, they're they're going to be fine. They're going to turn it around, you know. Um, and I told you, you know, I told you when we recorded last week that, um, you know, part of my part of my negativity on the Vikings is, is you know a defense to not let this happen and and here it did again and you know it's 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 high aspirations low expectations you know you expect the team to be shitty and then i i don't feel too bad about this because they did way better than honestly did i really expect them to go three and three like i was saying at the beginning of the year on the podcast no that was a complete troll job i was probably realistically i was probably in the same neighborhood as you eight and eight you know nine and seven but i certainly didn't expect them to be a 13 and three team yeah, it was a great season. I think. Are you playing the piano right now? I was trying to figure out where that noise was coming from. Oh, okay, that's on your end. Um, it is because that's why I was like, my I got the TV on mute, so I was like, didn't know if it was feedback coming through on your end or if it was something here. But maybe they turned the water back on in the hotel. I don't know. Oh Jesus, we'll get to that, I guess. Um, no, <laughs> I was saying before the game started with I was sitting with somebody who doesn't like the Vikings for some reason, but I was being yeah. real and. You know, we weren't ripping on each other, and I said flat out, if we win tonight, it's going to be the best feeling ever. If we lose tonight, it's going to be the absolute worst feeling for the next week, and then we're always going to remember that Minneapolis miracle. It's still a great, um, great season, you know? Yeah, and I was thinking about it today. <clears throat> I, have, I have not listened to any, you know, normally, like all last week I was streaming K-Fan. I streamed 1500 a little bit, you know, kind of listening to local media. Today I stayed away from all Minneapolis media, um, list, and didn't even listen to like any national sports stuff because I just didn't want to hear about it. And it's kind of nice being in a bubble where I didn't have to think about it today. Barstool um, Radio on Sirius is pretty good right now. With uh, uh, they're talking about the Vikings, they're funny. A friend of mine uh, was on Care Eleven, got interviewed outside the stadium last night. He oh, actually cool. called. He called the uh, Philadelphia fans Neanderthals. <laughs> I've heard nothing but bad things about the Philadelphia fans, but um, oh, I forgot where I was going with this. Okay. I got Can't nothing. you wait to have them people in Minneapolis for a week? So, do, you know, home teams, don't, they don't really travel, though. I mean, it's going to be a national audience, you know. Yeah, there'll still be a bunch of them losers, though. Yeah. Oh, um, one take. Now, any of our listeners that VRBO or, or Airbnb. Airbnb their houses out to Eagles fans, I will come to your house and kick you in the nuts. Just putting that out there. You heard it first. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get that Dave Chappelle button, so I kicked her in the pussy. 
Don't know. I was disappointed last night. Um, it was made worse by the Eagles fans in the bar. Oh, um, you were around them? Well, the bar was divided into two sides. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, so on one half of the bar, one side of the bar um, was Eagles fans, and on the other half of the bar was uh, Vikings fans. And you're essentially, there's like a divider there, so you're essentially in like two separate rooms. But for some reason, I'm sure they just wanted to troll, there was a handful of Eagles fans that decided to come and sit sit front and center in front of the biggest TV on the Viking side of the bar. How did you find a place that had a specific Eagles and Vikings fan base? Well, in I the southwest to, corner of the state. Like I was talking country. to the I was talking to the you know the, the Vikings fans welcomed me in with open arms. Like right when I was walking in the door, uh, this guy named Jared like saw my hat and stuff and I saw he was wearing a purple shirt, a hood sweatshirt, you know, under his jacket. So I'm like, Oh hey and he I mean he bought me my first beer. He's like, Hey, come sit with us, this is where we sit, you know, everything, you know. I mean they they, they were great. Um you know, when when I was leaving, like they were all shaking my hand and you know, I have a safe trip back and everything and you know, I mean they were great. Um and they were saying that these that normally like the other side of the bar is like just a mixture. Like this place, it it, it was called uh, oh, I forget what it was called, but they had uh, like you know fifty TVs. It's it's like uh, it's not like a B Dubs. It'd be more like um, the Granite City Brewery or not even that. What's the what's the one that they got in Mankato over by like? Oh, Boulder Tap House. Boulder Tap. It's real, real similar to that, um, but bigger and and more TVs. <clears throat> and they had, so they said, you know, normally we're on the Vikings fans are all on this side, and and we have this whole side of the bar to ourselves, and the other side is just a mishmash, like just random, just show up to watch their game. Um, part of the part of the thing with not having an NFL team remotely close to you, you know, I mean, the closest one is. Probably Denver is, is, you know, like five hours north, five, six hours north of here yet, seven hours north of here yet. Um, is that there's a, there's a wide array, you know, I mean, so um, I went to this place called the House of Football the other day. And what it is, so I was watching the news the other morning before I left for some appointments and and on the news, they were talking about this house of football was closing after like 35 years in business. And they were going to have like big sales and stuff. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to swing by and check that place out. And so I did. And I mean, it was like crazy packed in there, like shoulder to shoulder. And all this place sells is NFL merchandise of all different teams. And, and you know, from jerseys to sweatshirts, you know, you name it, you know, mouse pads and the decals for your car. I mean, everything. Any CD and, wallets? Probably, probably. <laughs> I didn't see any, but I'd be willing to bet there might have been a couple. But when I, like, I literally, I got there and like, you couldn't hardly walk through the place and there was fans of every team in there. I mean, I even saw some girl that was bragging about being a Bear, uh, Browns fan. That's and tough. That's Loading up on, on Browns merchandise. I'm like, wow, you're pretty hardcore. But there's a lot of transplants here from what I've kind of gathered. So, you know. There's not many people here that I've run into that like, oh yeah, I'm born and raised here. They all, oh yeah, I came from 
the last appointment I was at, the lady came moved here from from North Dakota. That's you know? weird. That's really weird. Like San Diego and L.A., those are transplant cities. Why New Mexico? Well, it's a big, uh, um, like computer. There's like a Intel plant and stuff like that. Oh, Silicon Valley sort of thing. That's sort of a sort of a Silicon Valley in the desert sort of thing. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of big industries and stuff here. So, um, but yeah, so I mean, there's so there's fans of like all different. You know, I when I was so when I bought I bought a couple things at that store, and it I stood in line for like 45 minutes to check out because there was like so many people in the store and the lines were so long. You didn't get stuck um, in line with an Eagles fan, did you? There was an Eagles fan right behind me. Oh boy! But he he was like not obnoxious at all. You know, um, he he was fine. He's the minority. That nothing 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 obscene or mean was said. You know, it was just kind of kind of one of those things. So, but yeah, then the, the game was fine. I game was not fine. I I left when there was. When they when he threw that second interception or whatever right at the end down by the goal line there, that kind of got bobbled around and the Eagles player happened to catch it. I, I ordered my Uber then. <laughs> <laughs> we were at um, the in-laws again, and um, we thought about leaving early. And I was thinking that's a good idea because I really got to take a shit. But yeah, it's the yeah. NFC Championship game. I'm like, let's just stay till the end. We don't get to see this that often. Like, let's just see it to the end. We made it this far. Yeah. There was like 10 minutes left. I'm like, just let's just watch it. You never know. They could score again. That would be exciting. Nope. Yeah. Nothing. No. The That's one touchdown that they could have had, you know, I mean, it would have been a great catch of feeling when it came down with that. But Oh, the bounce. I mean, the, you know, I haven't heard anything, but there was <clears> – <throat> couple players missed practice on Friday with the flu, so I don't know if they're keeping it under wraps that some of the guys were playing sick. I mean, that's really the only possible explanation for how shitty they played. Did Did you hear anything about um, Eagles fans were lining up outside the hotel? They, like, surrounded the hotel and blew air horns. Did that get shut down? Because I couldn't find... That got, that got shut down. Yeah, I couldn't find one report because I was also thinking, I'm like, well, they don't rent the entire hotel so there's got to be regular civilian guests there too well they said like even when i'm like when they were planning it from what i read they said they put the players on like the highest floors so they said the players probably wouldn't have heard it you know it wasn't wasn't going to be a huge huge deal um and you know the cops were probably going to get called in to to shut it down anyway so it sounds um, like the show it's always sunny in philadelphia one of my favorite shows is an accurate portrayal of like those are the type of people that are in philly yeah they're just assholes yeah just drunk Uh, and they scream at people and that's what they do they throw like on the show they occasionally like throw glass bottles at each other it doesn't seem that far off when i was hearing people were throwing full beers at other people my my friend that went to the game i mean he was he was telling us that or he uh, he was on the news and then he put a Facebook post, you know, and kind of apologized for what he he's like. They stuck a camera in my face at the wrong minute, but I'm I didn't think he said anything unless they edited some of the stuff he said out. But basically, he's just like he said, you know, those people are like Neanderthals. There's no other way to describe it. Neanderthals. He's like they're throwing full beer bottles at children in there, you know. So. Maybe maybe we can get him on the show next week or, or you know a couple weeks down the road to kind of 
have him give us his take on on how it all went down, how bad it was. So. If I can figure out how to conference call off my iPhone, we'll get it on. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I mean, to me, this one doesn't sting as bad as like oh nine. Fifteen or two thousand nine or oh nine felt like we're going to the Super Bowl. There's just no like we got Brett Favre. This, we can do yeah, no wrong. This one, this one feels more like two thousand and one to me when they lost forty one donut in the NFC Championship game. And I think part of that was is because it was kind of the same thing. Uh, Dante Culpepper was a young quarterback. We didn't really, you know, I don't think the expectations were like super high for the team. I mean. At least not like NFC Championship, Super Bowl bound expectations. So to me, this this loss feels more like that, and the fact that both games were blowouts. Um, when the when they scored that first touchdown, I mean the bar kind of went nuts. We got the skull chant going. Such a good drive. Yeah, I mean I I I got the skull chant going. I was like pounding on my seat as for the drum and nice. You know, we did that. I did that in the living room, and no one participated. There was, like, 15 people that were looking at me, and they were just like, what are you doing? Like, they'd never seen the skull chant. Before the game, I kind of got the same thing. I kind of got the, you know, a couple people participated, and there were still, like, some Patriots fans lingering, and they kind of laughed at me, you know, and I'm like, ah, it was worth a shot, you know? Yeah. And uh, and then after they scored that first touchdown, I got it going again, and then, like, one of the Patriots fans turns to me, and he's like... Hey, you got the whole bar doing it now, you know. So it was, it was exciting. And then that was, that was kind of the end. And then the next real chant going on in the bar was the, the Eagles fans were doing the na 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 hey hey goodbye thing. I'm like, oh, awesome, dude. Yeah. I yeah, I did the skull chant, and everyone just kind of looks at me, and I had to stop because I'm like, I'm drinking like a six pack of Mad Butcher right now. They're gonna think I'm wasted if I keep just because I was so excited. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like they're yeah. gonna think I'm way early super drunk, but I'm not. I was just pumped. <laughs> yeah, I was I was pumped too going into that game. I mean, I I woke up I, at like five thirty that morning. I was so excited. I expected a close game, regardless of who was gonna win. I thought it was gonna be very low scoring. I thought it'd be a yeah. defensive battle. I thought it was gonna be like a, a twenty to ten, seventeen to ten. You know, I think I think my official prediction that in my group text we always do a, a prediction every for every game, and I think I put out uh, seventeen to nine was what I put out for my prediction the Vikings would win. But, yeah. Well, you know, the, the last two minutes before the half is is what killed us. You right. Know, that knocked momentum out. You know, and they let them score we, on that opening we, drive we too. After yeah, that, we, it went from from fourteen seven. With two minutes left to go to twenty four seven at halftime, yeah, you know it was just a killer. And then they score one more time right on their opening drive in the third quarter. Yeah, that just that was it right there. You know, and they did the flea flicker. I mean, they had a couple. I mean, I just don't understand what happened to our defense yesterday because they gave up like so many yards. It was just ridiculous. Like, I saw the stats this morning, and I don't remember them offhand now, but it was just, like, mind-boggling. You know, the last six quarters, they've given up, like, 50-some points, and for they went, like, 10 straight quarters and only gave up, like, or in, like, the 12 quarters prior to that, they gave up 17 points. I, you know, so they just, they just had a collapse at the wrong time, obviously. 
I might be butchering this, but I heard a stat on Paul Allen's show today that we haven't won two playoff games in something like, I don't know, it seems like forever. I don't remember how many years. It was like 40 years or something. I mean, besides the years we make it to the Super Bowl, we haven't won multi- yeah, I mean, multiple that, playoff that games. It sounds right, because even when we have a first-round bye and we will win the divisional round, we lose, lose the NFC Championship. Right. So, what do you think the team's going to do next year? Well, I, let's go back for a second, though, too. I want to just say, too, that, like, yeah, I'm upset now. It, it hurts now. But when you're going to look at, like, back at the summer, like, it's going to be summer, and you're going to be thinking about last season. You're going to remember, all, like, the Minneapolis Miracle. Then you start piecing it together. We went to the NFC Championship on our, was it our third quarterback? Uh, well, no. Yeah. Uh, Dalvin Cook goes down. What happens if those guys stay healthy and Barr still takes out Rodgers? That was a huge, like, that helped us out a bunch. Yeah, I mean, I still think, I mean, without Rodgers, or with even with Rodgers, I think the Vikings at 13-3, and three, you know, the only game that would have made a difference for us is that they would have lost, you know, say they would have beat us there. We God, if still- Atlanta would have won, we'd be going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, probably. I mean, we'd be playing at home. We'd be playing Atlanta at home. We would have won. I think home field advantage made such a big difference. Yeah. Um, the big thing that concerns me for next year is, and it is official now, about an hour ago, Pat Shermer was named the head coach of the Giants. Yeah. Um, that and does concern me. That's a little scary because he's our, what, he now we're going to be getting our third offensive coordinator in like two or three years, which um, right. North Turner leaving, quitting in the middle of the season a yeah, year or two ago. Oh, he's with the paper. The, he's he's with the Panthers now. That's so weird. I I think there's something up with Zimmer and him didn't get along or something. Yeah, I, I think I think so. I think that had something to do with it. Didn't um our special teams coach preferred wasn't he a head coach at one point? I believe so, but I think he's so good with the special teams. I don't think he'd make him an offensive coordinator. No, I'm just saying that that year that we had Norv Turner, we had Mike Zimmer, and Prefer on. That's three head former head coaches. Yeah. And You'd think we'd be unstoppable. Off, offensive line coach is a former head coach, too. Oh, that's right. Shermer, yeah. No, wait, not, that's coordinator. Sorry. No, um, I forget his name, but he... Sperano. Oh, okay, Tony Sperano. Yeah, he's, he was a former head coach for the Dolphins, I believe. So, I don't know. I'm concerned because, like, the rumor is that Ben McAdoo is going to be the offensive coordinator. <laughs> And, you know, he benched Eli Manning. So. <laughs> I'm just thinking back to that to that uh, screen grab I saw of the, the, the first game that, or the first game that he came back after being benched. It was something like started last 290 games out of 291 games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, you know, so obviously – quarterback and offensive coordinator our, our defense is intact i mean they're all young and they're all signed signed you know we're not losing any key pieces off the defense well i don't uh, b rob's not coming back but i think we need to get rid of him he's he's uh, old as dirt let's get rid of him yeah. or cut his salary big time well i don't i i mean i think he's gonna retire but i don't consider i mean he's a leader in the locker room obviously he's a veteran so we're probably gonna lose him and we're probably gonna lose terrence newman you know, do we go I mean, after in the draft for anybody or for defensive wise? Uh, I I would think because we got to have such a terrible pick. Either that, I'm sure. or off, 
either that or offensive line. I mean, we obviously we don't need receivers. Uh, we don't need running backs because we got Latavius Murray yet for next year. And then we got Delvin Cook will be back. McKinnon will be gone. Um, you think so? I think so. I mean, he's a free agent this year. I don't see him re-signing with the Vikings knowing that Delvin Cook is, is in the wings. I think we should go after Breeze. We should just at least try. That'll fix our quarterback situation for a year. Put a Band-Aid on it. I don't want a Band-Aid, though. I don't think that we're in a position to be getting a nice quarterback because we went, like, what's our pick in the draft? It's got to be way down there. Why risk it? Don't waste your time on a quarterback. Well, I know. I, I, I think that... I think we... Sign Keenum and bring in, you know, and then draft somebody that, you know, in the second or third round that, you know, we mold or, you know, I don't see us bringing back. It seemed like that's just such a waste of time. Those second rounders, like look at Brent Huntley, like they molded him for how many years and he sucks. Or that Dieterman too. What's his name from Buffalo? Yeah. Uh, Peterman. I don't know. Not Tyrod Taylor. You're right, Nathan Peterman. <laughs> okay, yeah, the guy who threw like five picks in the first half uh, of that game. I just, if we're going to sign a veteran quarterback, I'd rather sign somebody that is got more than one or two years left in him. Which is the case with Breeze. I mean, Breeze is 39. Um, is he? I don't yeah. know. I know he's old, but that's why I thought yeah, me thinking Band-Aid was maybe, one good season. Turned, maybe he even turned 40. His birthday was the day after the Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah, happy think, birthday. I, I think they. I think he was turning 39 or was how old he was turning. I mean, if we're going to sign a vet, I'd rather find somebody that's got one or two years left or more than one or two years left. Um I don't know how I feel about Alex Smith, but he's a possibility. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know how I feel about Nick Foles, but he's a possibility. Um, obviously, Case Keenum's a possibility. I would take Keenum of those three right now. I would too. Uh, I don't know what Bradford's deal is. If you know, I don't know. Bradford seems like he gets hurt so easily. Well, yeah, and that's why I'm like, I take, I still, I think if you put him into, put Bradford into that group, I think I still take Keenum. Yeah, I but do too. Is, Ke- is Keenum a product of Pat Shermer's offense, and then is he going to be garbage next year? That's why I don't want to sign him to like a long term thing. I I don't want to get locked into that. You know, um, trying to think of who else is. I mean. Jimmy Garoppolo still has not signed a deal with with uh, San Francisco. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know, but I I that'd be one quarterback I would love for the Vikings to go throw money at. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, All right, let's move on from this. I got a few things here. Did you? Okay, so are you interested in watching the Super Bowl at all anymore? What are your general thoughts on that? As of today, no. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. I'll probably still end up watching it, but right now I'm like, I do not care. It's just going to remind me about how depressed I was. Who are you going to cheer for if you do watch it? Um, New England. They're my second favorite team. Yeah, and, and I, I normally don't cheer for New England, 
in Super Bowls, but this year I will be. Yeah. Um, and and don't get me wrong, I really have no ill will against the Philly or the Eagles as a team. Yeah. But from what I saw on social media and on the news regarding their fans. Yeah, but, you know, none of those guys are probably from Philadelphia, like all NFL teams, you know. Only right. Thielen's so, from Minnesota, and that's it. Right. So, I mean, so, but I don't want to give them, the fan, their fans, the satisfaction of winning a Super Bowl. As much as I'd like to see, you know, it's always better to say, oh, we lost to the eventual Super Bowl champion. I almost always cheer for if we, besides the Packers and NFC North team, regardless of who. But yeah. no, I I became a Patriots fan after the Deflate Gate thing because I thought that was very unfair. The four game punishment that Brady had to serve. He broke the rules, man. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Four games for that. Ugh, that made me so. I hated Goodell so much, and I was just like, "Go what? Patriots!" And they went and won the Super Bowl. I don't think anybody Bowl. likes Goodell. No, but it's just, yeah, because he makes it up as he goes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm in full blown X Games and Olympic mode for sports at my house. I'm excited for the Olympics. Yeah, and maybe on Thursday night we can talk a little bit about. I want to hear more about your Sean White take. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could do that. Um, I thought we said we were maybe moving that to Wednesday or something. So you... Oh, yeah, or yeah, Wednesday, whatever. But we don't have to do it tonight. We can do it when we have more time since we're just doing a quick one tonight. But um, just as someone that, that only pays attention to snowboarding, like, you know, if I catch it when the, like, when the X Games are on, if I'm flipping around and I catch it, I'll watch it. Um, I don't make an appointment viewing television like you do. So, but obviously, you know, so as someone that really only pays major attention to snowboarding, maybe once a year and really. It's like swimming in the Olympics, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not watching uh, swimming in the off season. So as someone that I, kind of an outside opinion, outsider, I want to get someone that follows the sport more. I want to get your opinion. I know you said you don't like Sean White, so. No, I'm, I'm a huge hater on him, but I think most of the snowboard community is. Right, and that's kind of what I wanted to get a feel for. Is it more, and is it because of his age that you just think there's younger, better guys? No, he's just a terrible human being. Oh, he is. Okay. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. And there are better guys out there. Right. He's the jock. uh, We'll get into it on Wednesday. Okay, sounds good. (laughs) I'm about to go on a 20-minute rant. It's building up in my head right now. I've gone through this before. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, so I will put this up tonight. Did you have something? I thought you said you had a couple other things you wanted to cover. Nope, that was it. That I lied. Was it. Okay. I completely lied. Do you got anything else you want to say regarding um, the Vikings? Or I'm going to call it now next year uh, 12 and 4. <laughs> 12 and 4. Writing it down. Yep. Good deal. We'll end this show. Pitchers and catchers report for spring chaining in like 21 days. And you're still fat. Peace out.